Hey guys, this week's blog I've titled The Kool-Aid Hangover. And if you stay with me throughout as I read through it for you, you will know exactly why I've given it that um, clever title. So this is for you, this blog is for you if you describe yourself as driven, high achieving, and ambitious. And I would put it to you that if you do describe yourself like that, then you've probably drunk the Kool-Aid. If you're in your late 30s or above, depending on when you started drinking full out, you're dealing with a hangover man that never seems to go away. To get rid of the Kool-Aid hangover, first, you've got to stop the drinking. Life and all its ambassadors, our parents, our teachers, and society makes us believe that doing more, doing it faster, and doing it better than others is the key to lifelong success. More, faster, and better is the special flavor of Kool-Aid that driven folks consume endlessly, even when we're on our knees and vomiting. I should know, since I was a first-class drunk for upwards of four decades, I started young. Performed the role of the Shaw's flower girl at seven years, check. Skip sixth grade, check. Lied to the US government to get a social security card so I could get a job at 14, check. Start working as a stock person at Ann Taylor at 14, check. And open my first business at 16, yes. That box is checked off too. The only life event I didn't rush into was becoming a parent and thank God for that because it's turned out to be the most important work of my life. Although destiny had a lot to do with it, and I'm pretty sure that left to my own devices, I would have fast-tracked that decision as well. What I know now that I didn't know then is that the path to peace, ease, and prosperity is not paved by doing more, doing it faster, and doing it better than others. That's called hustling, not living. Think about it. More, faster, better is a finite game. More is a moving target, and if you're in my community, you already have at least a theoretical understanding of this truth. Here's how the counterintuitive damage of more shows up in real life. We have money, title, and recognition that we were once certain would indicate success, but now realize that the goalpost has moved, so we keep striving. Another way that more shows up in a damaging way is our to-do lists never end, which is understandable, but we're missing the most important list, like a to-experience list or a to-create list. And we're not even considering the most important list of all, the not-to-do list. We don't take the time to decide our definition of enough. We think enough is a feeling, but the truth is that enough is a decision. We're stuck with beliefs that start with, yeah, I'd be successful if only I had more, dot, dot, dot. Complete the thought with money, with hours, with support. Really anything that we've convinced ourselves more of will unlock ultimate success for us. So if more is a dead end, what about fast? Going faster is only useful if we're in some sort of athletic race and looking to podium. If we're not an elite athlete, 
Going faster is counterproductive and frankly, stupid on so many levels. And for those of us who care, also not a good look. Think of the Ferrari driver who guns his engine down Wilshire Boulevard, making lots of noise, but ultimately ends up waiting at the same red light as the rest of us. Yep, not a good look. We're all going to the same place and the jokes on the person who rushes to that destination only to find that he or she has missed the journey entirely. Finally, well, what about striving to be better? Surely a professional coach must be a devotee of doing it better, right? Well, yes and no. If our definition of doing it better is based on other people's actions, then we're creating the conditions for a life of comparison, imitation, and envy. Oof, we've all been there. It's not fun. But if doing it better means that we aim to do things like communication, like relationships, like leadership and business, a little better than how we ourselves were doing it a year, a day, or even an hour before, then better takes on a whole new inspiring, impactful and powerful meaning. So here's my simple, not easy, simple four-step heuristic for actually creating a successful life. A life that will not be devoid of our personal share of challenges, tragedies, and griefs, I'm sorry to say, but will nevertheless feel on purpose. Number one, do less but better. Number two, slow down your thinking to speed up your results. Number three, Do life just a tiny bit better than yesterday. And number four, focus on your life buckets relentlessly and at the exclusion of all else. And yeah, get off the hamster wheel and work with a professional coach in order to actually do life better in less time and with more ease.